Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 20 that Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep. Let's trust his guidance today. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for being our shepherd, Lord. We surrender to your leading and I pray, oh God, that you guide your people today, Lord. Order their steps, lead them aright. In the name of Jesus, amen. The best thing that can happen to anyone is to understand the ways of God because the ways of God are very, very different from the ways of men. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 55 verse 8 that the ways of God are way, way higher than the ways of men. But if you're not careful, you will live your life following after the ways of men and not the ways of God, even though you are a Christian. That's because the ways of God, it doesn't make sense sense to the natural man because sometimes the ways of God will say rejoice. Meanwhile, what seems natural to man is to actually mourn. Sometimes the ways of God will say, oh, thank God. There might be a situation and God is saying, thank God. Meanwhile, what seems very natural to you at that point is to lament and to complain and all of that. You know, sometimes God says, you know, pray for this person and bless him. Meanwhile, what seems natural to you is to be very offended at the person because of what the person has done against you. So because the ways of God doesn't come naturally to man, we might follow the ways of men and not the ways of God. Meanwhile, the Bible is very clear in Proverbs 14 verse 12 that there's a way that seems right unto a man but it leads to death but if you are a person that will follow the ways of God of course it will lead you to life it will lead you to peace it will lead you to security the Bible emphasizes that as well in Proverbs 16 25 he said that there is a path before each man that seems right but the end of it is the ways of death. So the only way you guarantee life at the end of the day is to ensure you know the ways of God and you follow the ways of God. If you study the ways of men, then you are going to live like a man. But if you study the ways of God, you will live like God and benefit the way that God benefits. And that is why God is always coming out on top because of his own ways. One of the things about, you know, the ways of God is that there are people you just can't fight if you are really a wise person. There are actually seven of them if you go to the scripture. Number one, you can't fight a covenant man who has a deep walk with God. If you do that, the Bible says that God himself will contend with you. Again, number two, you can't fight a person you take communion with. You can't put your hand in the same communion plate with someone and go against the person. The Bible says that is the reason why many are weak, many are sick, and many actually sleep. That is, they die off. Even though they are Christian, that's supposed to be protected but the bible tells us in the book of first corinthians eleven twenty nine that those who eat and drink without discerning the body of jesus christ which means discern the body of jesus christ is to recognize that this person is my brother this person is my sister and all of that and you treat them accordingly but the bible says that when you do not discern the body of christ correctly you are going to eat and drink judgment unto yourself that is why you cannot fight somebody you are taking communion with no 
Number three, you can't fight your parents. The Bible tells us it will not be well with you and you're going to cut short your life. You have an untimely death. Number four, you cannot fight your husband. That is your covering according to the scripture. Number five, you cannot fight your wife. Your prayers will be hindered. Wise men avoid these battles because they know they can never win the battle. Like I said, there are seven of them. I'm going to take one more today. The man you cannot fight if you are a man of wisdom and that person is your pastor or spiritual leader. You cannot fight your spiritual leader. You will not win that battle. Will your spiritual leader upset you sometimes? Yes. How do you deal with it? If you have grievances, you go and talk to God. God knows exactly what to do. If you feel he's not getting it right, he's not doing it correctly, he should have said this, he should have said that. Don't go to social media and begin to criticize God's people. Take it to God in the place of prayer. You know, it's very easy to stand on the sidelines and judge, oh, he should have said this, he should have done that. But until you wear the shoes of a pastor, until you wear the shoes of a person who leads spiritually, you wouldn't understand. You know, it takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of courage to still stay being a spiritual leader because one of the most difficult things to do is to speak the mind of God. Remember, God is a spirit, you are a man. So to be able to go there and download the mind of God is not an easy thing to do. It takes a lot because you are going to give much more of, of yourself. While you are sleeping, that pastor is praying. While you are at work, that pastor is studying the scripture to feed you with the words of eternal life, to feed you with something that is going to build you up, you know, and give you your inheritance, something that is going to build you up and lead you into heaven. So somebody is asking, okay, so what if my pastor is not building me up and leading me to the ways of heaven? Then you ask God and then you find somewhere else where you get your feeding from and your nourishment from. If you feel that this particular person is not leading me in the right way, it's better you leave than to stay somewhere you're criticizing and all of that. The reason is because it is not a battle that you can win. You can't fight the fingers that are feeding you, whether it's in the physical or in the spiritual. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 14 verse 4, he said, who are you to judge another person's servant? To their own master, they stand or fall and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand. So if you have grievances, you go and talk to God in the place of prayer. He knows how to make his servant to stand. He knows how to warn the servant. He knows how to deal with his own servant. And if the servant refuses to hear the dealings of God or abide by the dealings of God, then God knows exactly what to do. It is not your place to go and confront or fight or harass or do whatever it is. It is not a battle you can win. The Bible tells us the attitude we should have towards spiritual leaders. In 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12, he says, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. This is the attitude God wants us to have towards our spiritual leaders. Again, he emphasizes the same thing in 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. He says, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those who work in preaching and teaching. For scripture says, do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain and the worker deserves his wages. So this is what God commands we do. This is the 
attitude towards spiritual leaders. Again, if you read Hebrews 13 verse 17, it says, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they must give accounts so that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. What that means is that if your spiritual leader is grieved about what you are doing, he's leading you but there's grievance, you know, he's not happy what you are doing. The Bible says that situation will not be profitable for you. If you read it from NIV, it says it will not be to your benefit. Meaning that when there's joy in your heart from your spiritual leader, it will be to your benefit. Now, David was a very wise man. That is why even when God had rejected Saul and David had the opportunity to kill Saul, he knew it is not wisdom to strike and kill Saul. Though he had the opportunity, Saul was sleeping and he, you know, he was there and he, he had a sword. All he did was to cut the garment of Saul's dress and he ran away, went to the top of the mountain and told Saul, look Saul, I have your water guard with me, that's his water bottle and I have your garment with me and all of that. If I wanted to kill you, I would have killed you but I didn't kill you to show you that I come in peace and guess what? Even that cutting of the garment that David did, the Bible says that David's heart smote him, his heart, his conscience disturbed him just because he cut a garment of an anointed person's dress. But you know what? Some of us will abuse pastors, criticize pastors, and we feel very normal. We fight them and we feel very normal. But here is David, who all he did was to cut the garment and the Bible says his heart smote him for that little thing that he did. No wonder God really loved and valued David. No wonder even the resurrected Jesus is called the son of David. If you read Revelations 5, 5, the Bible says Jesus is the son of David. So he's still buried the name of Jesus even after his resurrection and all of that. That is because of the kind of life that David lived. He was very careful not to touch the Lord's anointed because he knew it is not a battle you can win. Spiritual forces will come after you. Things you can't explain. Things you won't understand will come after you because you are dealing with the Lord's anointed. Remember if your pastor or any spiritual leader does anything you do not like, take it to God in prayer. God knows exactly what to do. One of the habits of wise men is that they do not fight spiritual leadership. They rather take you to God in the place of prayer. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Have an incredible weekend ahead. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyex Alfred. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Your head, what hair is your name, breathe, Lord. Just breathe your name upon me, breathe. Say, Father, to joy.
Yeah, man. 